Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another Patrick Comptas Photography Podcast. I am your host, Patrick, and this week's thought or topic is software versus techniques. Now, this is something that came to my attention uh, recently as I was having a conversation with another photographer who was asking me about my post-processing techniques. Um, you know, a valid question. Uh, I often see things from other photographers that uh, I like, and I wonder how they did that, and I might reach out to them and see if they have either a class on that or um, they're willing to share their, their technique uh, on how they brought that image to that particular point. And, and most of them are, are quite willing to share, which is nice. And that's one thing I like about the photographic community is they are uh, very willing to share what they've learned. And uh, I like to be part of that and, and pass on things that I've learned, thus, you know, these podcasts and things like that. So anyway, um, he looked at a uh, aviation photo that I had done, and he wondered how I got things uh, to look the way that I did. So I explained to him that uh, there's some tools that I use post-processing uh, to get that particular look and everything like that. And he kind of tilted his head, and he looked at me funny. He's like, oh, you, you can't do that in the camera. And I'm like, well, no, I can't do that particular technique in the camera. But uh, as we were on the topic, uh, I made it very clear to him as we talked about this uh, in some depth here was that there are certain things that I like to get right in camera. And and I've talked about this before, and I know a lot of photographers have too. Uh, There's certain things that you want to make sure that you try to get as uh, correct as you can at the point of capture. Uh, one of those is white balance. Uh, one of those is the exposure. And then in my humble opinion, uh, the framing, the composition, if you will, uh, is another big one. And uh, the sharpness, right? Because you only get one opportunity. And yeah, I know this is kind of what, what popped into my head when we were talking about this, that there's software out there that can take a, a soft photo or um, a photo that's maybe a little bit um, out of focus or there's motion blur and, and try to make it sharp and everything like that. And what I found with those uh, software programs is that they do a good job. They, they do as they advertise. But um, if you're going to make a print, um, you know, 8 by 10, um, 18 by 12, 24 by 16, 36 by 24, whatever the size may be, the larger you get, the more pronounced those particular uh, flaws may be in your particular photograph, if you will. So if you're going to look at that on the back of uh, you know, your camera, a little two and a half, three inch display LCD, man, it all looks pretty sharp when you look at it from that perspective, but, uh, or your cell phone or mobile, uh, or even if you just downsize it so it's not full resolution on uh, Twitter or <laughs> Twitter, I still call it Twitter um, X, but you know what I'm talking about when I say Twitter uh, or Instagram or something like that, um, they're still going to look relatively sharp because of the smaller size. But you can't hide that in a print. Um, that flaw, if you will, is going to be uh, very evident and, and come to the forefront. So as we were talking more about this, I, I took a photograph um, because we were both at our laptops and, and had our little workflow set up there, and I was showing him. Uh, we had a similar photograph. It wasn't exactly the same from positioning and things like that, but it was similar. 
uh, and I walked him through how I would finish that photograph and what I envisioned when I took the click. Uh, his was slightly different, uh, but again, close enough where he could, you know, get that particular technique and utilize it. And, and he appreciated that, that I took the time to uh, show him that. And, and he felt like uh, it was uh, of value because it made the picture that he took um, seem better in his mind on that. So uh, that made me feel good. That was important to him. And, and again, I like sharing. Uh, the nice thing about that story is that uh, he reached out to me via email because we had exchanged uh, addresses and business cards and whatnot. And uh, he said he's still using that technique and um, he feels like it's really uh, made a difference in his ability to um, get those photographs a little bit more um, to how he envisioned them and, and what he wants them to be. So, you know, that's kind of the whole point of this. Um, I don't think that uh, software is going to necessarily take the, the place of good solid sound photographic techniques because again you have to have those things that I mentioned earlier correct at the point of capture and again the argument can be made uh, that you can change those things in post which is true you can uh, but it's just not how I was taught up and, and brought uh, into the field and things like that and uh, back when I first started in photography uh, we didn't have that luxury. Uh, it was the film days, and uh, you know you had a package of Kodachrome film. You may have had uh, 24, sh 24 shots on it, and you know you got what you got. So you really had to make sure that um, everything that you did at the point of capture was the best possible version of that that you could have, because we didn't have all of this uh, software now, and. You know, if you messed up a picture, that shot was gone. There was no way to recover that. Whereas now, uh, you know, it's digital, obviously, delete, and you retake the picture. So, um, you know, that is a benefit and an advantage of today's um, photographic process. But I think that the techniques, post-processing and software, uh, are um, an amazing accomplishment and leap forward to what we we had, right? I mean, I keep these things in mind when I set up a shoot. If I'm taking a picture and there's a person or a building or a tree, whatever the case may be, um, and I can't get this composed to the point where I'm going to take that or get that particular object out of the scene, um, you know, I know that I can utilize generative fill, uh, which is new, newer, I guess, in Photoshop. Uh, and, and bring that photo to what I had envisioned. Um, I try to be very honest and forthright about my photographs if I do happen to do things like that in post-processing. Um, I've done befores and afters uh, so that people can see the difference in there. So I think the gap between software and techniques is always going to be there. There's always going to be that need to get everything right at the point of capture so that when you use the software in post-processing you don't have as much work to do because who really wants to be at the computer if you can be out making more pictures right that's the whole reason why we're photographers we want to be out there shooting and capture those stories and bring them back to people and uh, be able to share those so um, 
I think that the the software uh, is definitely helping in that situation, um, but there's still some things that it can't do, and I, I think that's important for the craft. Uh, I think that shows a lot of um, how this how a particular photographer goes about their business, and I think that's important. Uh, people want to see that you take that time and uh, get that right, and then when you complement that with the software, uh, then it's going to be that much better for the photograph. So just to kind of bring this in a roundabout close here, because I like to try to keep these podcasts uh, kind of short, um, kind of succinct here, um, I don't think that the software is going to replace techniques, but I think it complements your techniques. And again, you have to start there. You have to have good techniques in order to be able to get to the point where you can allow the software to uh, complement your techniques. So uh, try to keep that in mind when you go out shooting next time that you know you have these tools post-operatively, post-processing, um, so that you will not uh, make that mistake of just relying on the software to get the picture right, but you'll do it at the point of capture. So thanks for listening to my uh, rambles. I appreciate that. I uh, appreciate the time to kind of share uh, things that are just on my mind. I appreciate those of you that have downloaded and subscribed to these podcasts. Um, I, I try to make them frequent as I can, uh, but I want the topics to be a little bit worthwhile. So uh, please stay tuned. I'll try to bring up more. Uh, I appreciate everyone. Uh, have a great day. Make every click count uh, and go out there and make the most of your shooting.